This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hey, what's going on? I'm back with Replicant. Uh, they have a new album called Malignant Reality coming out September 10th on Transcending Obscurity Records. Uh, a little behind the scenes here. I recorded an awesome long form interview with these guys and then I fucked it up. Everything was deleted. It was uh, it was literally the day before I got a new a new computer. So I, I, I don't know what happened, but either way, they're kind enough to rejoin. Uh, we got Pete, Michael, and James uh, from the band Replicant. How are you guys doing today? Good, man. Great Pretty to well. see you again. Well. Good to see yeah. you too. Been forever. Yes, it has been. You guys really nice. are a New Jersey death metal band. How are things uh, over in New, New Jersey? Are our shows back yet? Or is it kind of in between? What's going on over in New Jersey right now? Well, shows are creeping back up again. There's some like little bars doing some stuff. People are doing some DIY stuff, and yeah, we're we're um we've been getting some uh, people have been handing up us up for shows, but unfortunately, uh, some of the schedules don't coincide these days. But yeah, they're popping back up here and there. Have you guys yeah. been? Yeah, so I saw you guys. You are, did I see something about you guys are going to be doing a Canadian tour? Oh no! I just posted that because th- it was like three years ago when we did oh, our okay. Tour, so I was having uh, some memory, you know, just some fun nostalgia. Memory. Nostalgia, yes, yeah, perfect. We are playing <laughs> was a great Chicago tour in August. Oh, nice! Where are you playing at? New Jersey? In, uh, no, in Pennsylvania. Killer. Uh, Douglasville, Pennsylvania, I believe, uh, with Outer Heaven. Oh, nice! That'll be a great show uh, with the boys. Yeah, it'll be a lot of fun. It'll be a really good first show back. <laughs> Hell yeah. uh, 
are you guys going to be able to have, I mean, I know that there's like a crazy, like, uh, amount of like vinyl, uh, weight on that due to like, um, no record store day is making there be almost a year long wait for vinyl and stuff. Uh, when you guys play, uh, so, uh, the, because of the, uh, the weights on the vinyl, um, is, is there, uh, any chance you guys are going to even have records before you got, when, once you guys drop it at, at your shows? That's a great question. Uh, the answer is probably no, because the, you know, September 10th is the release date. I yep. don't think we're going to have the actual vinyl in our hands on the 10th of September. Um, so yeah, probably not, but fingers crossed. Well, you can pre-order it now. Uh, the, uh, replicant band.bandcamp.com, uh, and it, it uh, links to malignant reality, uh, from the transcending obscurity, uh, which is a, a label from Europe. Um, and, and I want to get into, uh, how you guys sign with them and all that kind of good stuff. But, um, before we jump a lot into replicant stuff, um, I did see the today. So, um, today we're talking on the 27th of July. Uh, today it was, um, unfortunate passing of the, uh, slip X slipknot drummer, Joey Jordanson. Uh, now James, uh, being the, a drummer and I, um, friends with you on Facebook, you posted something about Joey's, um, you know, kind of influence on you. Would you care to share some of uh, your thoughts on this? Uh, sure. Um, I think to say he's the most influential extreme metal drummer of the last 25 years isn't an understatement. Mm -hmm. uh, I think that his contributions, both as a drummer and a songwriter, you, they can't be overstated. You know, it's like he he was he was a really solid drummer. Mm -hmm. He he knew how to write. He knew what people would respond to, and nobody was playing like him in the mainstream realm, you know, like any, anything that's come since then is following in the, the, the path that was cleared by Joey and Slipknot, but he was one of the principal songwriters of that group. He, yeah. he and Paul. And, uh, you know, for me, it was just kind of, it knocked me on my ass. If I'm being honest. Yeah. Cause like, you know, when I was a kid, I remember being in high school and my buddy Brian would let me borrow disaster piece and I would just borrow it like every couple of weeks and, and watch the whole thing. You know, mm -hmm. I went through that phase where it was just like the hardest song in the world is going to be the heritage anthem, mm -hmm. you know, and like so many parts of my uh, like development as a player were based on using Slipknot and Joey specifically as like a metric. Yeah. Um, you know, even like the Roadrunner United stuff, I, I would watch that DVD yep. obsessively like daily for that was a cool ass Probably. DVD, man. Yeah. Oh, the DVD it was phenomenal, and it, that DVD also, you know, showed me a whole bunch of different bands that I had yep. never heard of because mm -hmm. of the, all the collaborations and stuff. But like uh, the tune that he put out on there, "Annihilation uh, by the Hands of God," I always have a lot of like really strong nostalgia for because I remember uh, that was a song that scared off a guy I was trying to get to teach me drums, <laughs> and because uh, I, I remember it really vividly because he came in. And he thought it was just going to be like an easy, oh, yeah, you want to play this tune? He listened to the. Your dog started barking at the right exact yeah. moment right there. That was amazing. Yeah. So there's like, oh, uh, you know, second. all is good. But, uh, you know, there's this really aggressive riff and like a really aggressive blast beat. And I remember vividly, um, you know, he wrote it out for me, which which didn't matter because I couldn't read music at the time. Yeah. 
And, you know, he, the way that he was talking to me with my experience now, I know he was just like, oh, cool. We'll spend like a month or six working on this tune. It's easy. And then the next week I could play it because I was just that obsessed with Joey's playing that I was like, oh, yeah, well, I know like how he likes to write his parts. He likes to do like burst double bass patterns here. And then if he's doing blast beats, these are the fills he's going to play. And it scared him off. And he's like, and, uh, okay, you're more advanced than I am. Um, <laughs> he, he was just like, no, this Joey, he's just like, uh, you, you get Joey's style, you know? Then to me, that was like always a moment I was really proud of that I was able to just get it. And, you know, I still have the Joey Jordison snare. I've been using that a lot recently at home. And it's yeah. just been, it's been a lot. It's been a lot. So yeah. I'm grateful for all of his contributions that he's made. And, you know, uh, <laughs> we, we, we all owe a lot to him, I think. Absolutely, man. And, and, um, I, I, uh, yeah, I, it was, I was kind of floored by that. And, and, uh, one thing that my friend Ryan, he plays, uh, in a band called pound, they're a two piece kind of instrumental, weird, uh, instrumental in, uh, kind of avant-garde, genty doom. I don't know. Anyways, crazy band. Uh, he was saying that, you know, love them or hate them. Uh, Joey Jordanson and Slipknot really brought blast beats to daytime rock radio like you hadn't heard yes. blast beats on the radio until before then dude i remember being yep. like 13 years old listening to k-rock and just hearing wait and bleed and being like yo people playing drums like this on the radio it's like yep. yeah nobody was doing that exactly well, I did want to mention it. I didn't want to pretend like that wasn't happening today. You know, we'll date the interview, but of course, um, we just had to pay our our respects to Joey Jordanson, kind of a legend in the uh, underground and extreme metal scene. So, uh, again, I'm talking with Replicant, and um, things are starting to open up a little bit, and we'll see where things go with the Delta and whatnot. But hopefully, you know, fingers crossed that shows continue to stay open, whether or not people are wearing masks. Maybe we'll have to wear masks. Maybe we'll be Slipknot ourselves. Hey, Bring your Slipknot mask. <laughs> there you B -Y -O. go. There you go. Exactly. B-Y-O-M. Bring your own mask. Um, so I, I, I was listening to some songs from the record that are available now on your band camp. This is friggin' awesome. Um, there was a guy who, who I, and, and I can't say it better than this guy. He says uh, his name is, shout out to Stephen Andrew Mazone. He says, Replicant shine bright on the three tracks currently available for this upcoming release. There's groove, there's dissonance, there's catchy riffs, and nigh incomprehensible vocals delivered with impactful emotions on top of the soundscape painted masterfully underneath. That Love guy. What yeah. So straight up, it's, it's, a beast, it's a beast of a record. Um, congratulations. That's, thank you. Thank you. It's so sick to... That people are are like digging it, so that's freaking flattering and really nice to hear. Yeah, was this um, an effort during the pandemic? Was this something that was recorded during the pandemic? Was it recorded beforehand? Uh, give me a little uh, info on the behind the scenes of the the making of the album, Michael. Well, yeah, it was written. Uh, it was recorded during the pandemic. We. Uh, we're bouncing songs off each other. We're just like, there's no shows happening. So let's stay productive. And uh, we uh, had this record contract with Kunal from Transcending Obscurity. And we said, yo, let's get him this album ASAP. Like we could, we could do this mad fast now since we got 
no reason to hold us back right now other than the pandemic but you know we we're all taking care of each other and we all had computers we all had internet mm-hmm. and we're just like yo let's bounce these ideas off each other and to the point we got a bunch of songs that we were happy with and we scheduled some time to go track at james's house with our buddy ben as the engineer and um yeah we we did it all in different places throughout the state just doing it at each other's houses and our studio from yeah throughout all of uh, central to northern new jersey and out west too so it's a very new jersey endeavor yeah it's it sounds <laughs> huge i gotta say it sounds huge um uh is is ben someone who does this professionally well ben plays with uh me and James and uh, our other band uh, called Windfair. He's an electric violinist, and he's he's just started uh, getting uh, into engineering and mixing mm-hmm. and stuff. So he was he's there under the wing of uh, Bobby Torres at Frightbox, and he started uh, engineering a bunch of uh, a bunch of metal projects for him, doing a lot of the miking, a lot of the tracking drums and you know, guitars and all that stuff. So he's a, he's a really good, you know, close comrade of ours. So he, um, he was really happy to be a part of this and help us out. That's awesome. And you get anything you guys want to join uh, and, and mention about it or anything that stood out about this, the recording of this album, as opposed to um, the past albums. And I mean, obviously during a pandemic, it's gotta be kind of strange. Yeah. So yeah, so we only had two songs written before uh, when we kind of went into the songwriting mode, like Mike was saying. So, you know, like, yeah, like 80% of the, of the album was written, you know, remotely. So that was like definitely a first, you know, we didn't really get to, we started practicing like a few weeks ago and that was like the first time we'd ever actually played some of these songs together. So okay. it's like super weird, you know, like, you know, definitely weird, but uh, it was pretty cool, you know? Um yeah, I mean, just to echo what Mike was saying, it's like, you know, we just like hunkered down, wrote a, song, wrote a lot of the songs, sent it around the tracks, just like collaborated virtually. Um, you know, we when like things were like, you know, not so scary last summer, but that's when we were like, okay, let's like, you know, to, like track this bad boy. We met up, we did it. Um, yeah, very different than all the other recording. Uh, so I, I recorded uh, the first album mm-hmm. and pretty much everything, everything since besides the last EP, um and i just kind of wanted to focus on just like being the musician yeah um so yeah so like our buddy bobby and ben like who also worked on the last ep with us uh they like like did a f- an awesome job um and then yeah and then we got colin from gore guts and dysrhythmia and you know every band uh, in brooklyn to uh master it and he did an amazing job he was so awesome to work with I mean, we've been wanting to work with him forever so yeah it all came together and uh we're like super stoked on the final product did you have to like uh, reserve, like kind of just try to um, not fanboy out when you were talking with Colin? Oh, totally. I know yeah. you're a Gore Guts fanboy, so oh yeah. Kinda... <laughs> he so he we played a show in Brooklyn uh, maybe like two years ago, mm-hmm. and uh, he was there to catch uh, one of his friends' other bands. And he he like I remember like he walked in like during our set, and I was just, I looked up and I was like <gasps> I was like holy balls. So don't fuck up. Yeah, don't fuck much. Up. I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> 
so then like i was i drank a few beers and i, I like punished him outside uh the venue afterwards and i like talked his ear off and i was like dude we should totally work together like, yeah it's like yeah man that'd be sick so yeah when i hit him up i just like emailed him and he was like super into it he was like yeah like definitely you know i, I gave him plenty of like heads up um and he was like yeah like you know let's like you know try to do something again in the future and i was like yes like hell yeah so yeah very 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 nice guy super professional super down to earth just like super talented musician so he's very very easy to work with well well mike and james uh so so pete we just heard you know his his uh interaction with with what it was like being on stage and having having colin you know, come in and, and him kind of be like, Oh my God, kind of awestruck. What's one musician who that would give that would, you would have that reaction to if you were playing live and you saw walk in and start watching you and, and you would feel like you really had to, to hold it together <laughs> and not nerd out. Um, for me, it would be uh, like a toss up between three guys. Okay. Which would be Eric Rutan. Yes. Uh, Derek Roddy and Mike Portnoy. Okay. Because uh, all of my all my other like you know favorite musicians, I, I'd be able to like hold my cool, you know. Mm-hmm. But I feel like if they walked in, I'm like, holy shit, you're Derek Roddy! Oh my god, you play when I'm Oh my god! And I'd lose my, I would lose my mind. But I would be like, bad freak out. There's no, there's no recovering. Same with Eric Rutan and Mike Pornoy. And Mike, what about you, man? Uh, I don't know. It's kind of hard. Uh, I, man, uh, probably Max Cavalera. I mean, yeah, he's like he's such a cool dude. Be and probably like Dino from Fear Factory. Yeah, be cool to like pick those guys' brains. You know what's Something. what's cool about Max is I've talked with him a couple times, interviewed him, and uh, he's probably heard you guys. That guy is so plugged into underground music. Like he was just telling me about. He was like, "Oh man, I listened to Zabulba and Full of Hell and all these different bands and." You know, he was so just he's always repping yeah. underground and like constantly always, you know, checking out new music, which is really cool because, you know, I mean, you know, you're, he's a he's a forefather in this and he doesn't have to, you know, he, he it's cool that he continues to do that. So, oh, yeah, yeah, that's sick because, so, yeah. yeah, so many so many dudes at this point are just kind of like over it or like mm-hmm. they just like don't. You know, for whatever reason, they're just like, it's not like they're like thing or they're, they're not like, you know, still like as hungry maybe as to like find new bands and listen to music. But it is super cool that Max is like, so like you said, like plugged in and he's just like, you know, he just wants to keep like hearing what's like going on and like what's, yeah. who's pushing the boundary and who's doing like cool shit. So yeah, he's a real dude. Yeah. Yeah. All right, James, I think we were mentioning this before you jumped into the chat, but uh, do you agree that Mike looks like Rob Flynn? From Machine Head, man, Rob Flynn is trying to look like Mike, bro. I there see. we go. <laughs> there we go. Oh, he can come find me. Wow, oh, man. Like WWE shit right here. Let freedom ring He's with gonna... a shotgun blast. James, James <laughs> is saying it, dude. All right, let's, let's start some beef so we could um, amplify Replicant's name a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. Oh, yeah. Hey, I see it on like metal sucks. That's the right you know, game. <laughs> New Jersey underground, uh, New Jersey death metal band Replicant calls out Machine Head. Ah, oh, man. <laughs> I got the uh, I got the name the uh, the clickbait name for the YouTube video. Perfect, you perfect. Yes, we'll write that shit up right after this. <laughs> you know what, brother? Yeah. <laughs> I'll see you in the pit. You'd be a pretty good tag team, dude. That'd be awesome. Yeah. <laughs> 
so the the album is again uh it's coming out on september 10th uh on transcending obscurity so i wanted to talk to you a little bit about this transcending obscurity it's a it's a label based in europe how'd you guys get a get um on the label and how'd you guys kind of get on there um i guess on on their uh, radar uh yeah so they're actually based out of india oh okay yeah yeah so um yeah a few years ago we were just doing our thing and Kunal hit us up um just like randomly on facebook and was like hey like i really love your album uh you know if you guys ever want to work together you know like definitely keep me posted and um at the time we were on a label called prc music uh based out of quebec and uh remy cote the owner of the label uh super awesome dude um was kind of like deciding that he wanted to kind of call it quits um because he's a little older just kind of like you know wanted to kind of retire essentially and, and kind of stop the label so it ended up working out perfectly timing wise because uh yeah then we just hit up canal and we're like hey man actually you know we need uh we need a label and you know we're starting to work on the next album and he was really in you know like i said he really uh liked what we had done before he had reached out to us so yeah so then um yeah we signed a, like a two album deal with him and uh number one's coming up soon nice dude that's awesome so i mean the label is really cool like just i i I haven't purchased anything from transcending obscurity but i'm gonna have to change that uh yeah there's a lot of a lot of cool bands a lot of cool album coming out september 10th (laughs) yeah absolutely but they got all kinds of stuff they got uh merch bundles you guys got sweatpants you got basketball shorts dude the Um, merch the merch is like space balls like next like it's like merchandise. Yes. <laughs> Anything that you can put replicant on, you yeah. can get it on. We're like the kit. We're like Kiss of Death Metal right now. I want to get like a like a plush bear with a replicant on it, and then like a like one of those oversized big gulp cups with replicant in like yes. bright green. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god, dude! It's, it's like central strong. merchandise. Like the hands. Yeah, like the whole Hogan hair, like the whole cans. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> a wrestling buddy that's like looks like each member of you guys. <laughs> the stretch armstrongs yes yes love it yeah that guy canal is just killing it on the merch game for sure absolutely um yeah like there's like some like there's like coasters it's fridge magnets there's a coffin case it's like yeah it's like everything you could think of and more but, uh yeah, yeah. so uh, we're, we're, i'm gonna have to you know figure out you know how much of my paycheck I'm willing to throw down on replicant merch, and then I'll and then I'll you guys will get a good, nice good PayPal um, purchase from over here in Seattle. So, well, you're you're too kind, too kind. Yes, thank you. Yes, absolutely. So, um, James, I wanted to ask you. You're you're the newest member of Replicant. Uh, how did you get? How did you hook up with these guys? Were you playing in bands with them before? Or actually, sorry, uh, you said that you also play in a band with Mike on the um that was probably before your time with replicant is that right yeah and we're, we're still in windfire as well awesome um, so me and mike we linked up uh by chance at like a show and we were talking on facebook because we were both like hey i like heavy music hey i like heavy music too yep. hey have you heard of this band now i'm you know talking like that which was mm-hmm. fun and then um you know that's how i got into windfire and then um when things were changing in the replicant world um, you know, that Mike reached out and was like, Hey, would you be interested in possibly, you know, giving this a shot? And I immediately was like super stoked because yeah. I loved negative life. Like I was, I would listen to it pretty consistently as like a fan, which was mm-hmm. cool. Cause like, you know, I'm friends with these guys yeah. and me and Pete actually worked on, um, uh, Winfair 
split, I think a couple of years ago too. So I knew Pete and I knew Pete from other things in the scene as well. So I was like, I think this could be cool. Yeah. And then the, the very, very first like uh, audition slash practice or whatever, uh, we worked on the tune called Hymns of Distress, which was uh, we released as a part of a split. Yeah. And the chemistry was just like right there. I feel like we we've been more or less like finished writing it like together that night. I was like, oh yeah, this is sick. And yeah. there's one part where I looked over at Pete and I, I changed the groove just a little bit and I saw his the smile pop up on his face, like, yes. And I was like, all right, cool, I'm home. This is gonna be great. I'm gonna have this is gonna be so much fun. <laughs> is it fun to kind of like play off of each other like that a little bit? Maybe like push each other and to like, you know, just kind of switch it up a little bit. I know you guys are fans of jazz music, so that's what a lot of jazz musicians will do is kind of improvisation a little bit. Is that fun to do? Oh yeah, it's so fun. It's like you know when like one of us is like doing something like sick, it's like we all look over and we're just like, yeah, it's like that's <laughs> like keep that going, you know. Yep. And it could be anything from like a weird little improv thing to like some like like you know, like a wacky new metal rip, like out of sudden, like all of a sudden it's just like, yeah, like if I could bring that bounce back, you know, it's like it's a really yeah, it's, it's a nice that. feeling. Yeah, it's a good feeling when like we're all clicking, you know, and we're all like on the same page and we're all bringing in like fun ideas because uh, that's like the cool thing about the three of us is that we all have so many influences and we all are pretty open minded. So it's like anything could be part of a Republican song, you know, it doesn't have to follow. It's not like, uh, you know, for instance, like a Slayer song where it has to have like that Slayer, it has to yeah. be fast and Slayer, you know, it's like anything can, can, can kind of goes. So it's nice that we can kind of incorporate a lot of these fun ideas and, into a song and just kind of see what happens. Well, you guys certainly have a, a very like kind of mind and genre bending kind of like uh, odd uh, kind of uh, I, I would say gore guts influence kind of thing. You said scronk in the past in, in an interview, um, but also you guys have a lot of groove and that's something that's cool is always like there's always a, a nice groove there. It's almost like like a gore guts meets Pantera or some shit at times. It's like really dope. So um, yeah. Aside from those things, um, what are what are uh, what are non-metal influences uh, you guys have musically? Uh, well, I love uh, like that band, like the Cocktail Twins. Yeah, what are they uh, saying? <laughs> yeah, really great. Uh, super weird. Love them. Like real, like spacey, kind of like early Pink Floyd. Uh, you know, just like real trippy. Uh, I also like a lot of uh, what's it called like classic rock stuff. Mm-hmm. So just anything that's like rocking, you know. So like you got to get like your head banging. Otherwise, it's like I don't know. To me, it's like not as fun. Gotta get your head banging, Mike. What about you, man? What are some non-metal influences for you, man, as as a musician? Well, I'm gonna echo what Pete said. I love the Cocteau Twins. Mm-hmm. I love uh, been listening a lot to the Sundays as of late. Oh, okay. Some like dream pop, some stuff like that. Uh, <laughs> Dude, I love Latin music, uh, folk music in general from wherever, um, world music and just anything really. Uh, been listening to a lot of um, a lot of a goth music as well. Like, nice. uh, yeah, got like recently I've gotten really into this uh, this artist, uh, Drab Majesty. Yeah, love Drab Majesty. Oh my so, god! Yeah. Like I heard you a start song dressing I like, like that. I. You know what? I, I considered it, but I won't. I won't be as as good as as, as this guy from Trap Majesty, man. Just kills it. Just really does the persona and everything really awesomely. Absolutely, and the whole package is great. It's like 
Yeah. Just like anything, like anything, like with a lot of emotion, like especially like that goth stuff is like it's like dark. It's like has that vibe, that like morose vibe. Absolutely, James. What about you, man? What are some non-metal influences, or are you just straight metal, nothing else? <laughs> no, I listen to uh, I listen to way too much music. I love it. Uh, yeah. Recently, the things I've been listening to the most would be either uh, Tigran Hamasian, who's this phenomenal, phenomenal um, like Turkish jazz pianist okay um a lot of square pusher recently mm-hmm. because uh the, the record uh he did weird things just is now finally streaming everywhere and so before you need like the cd yeah so now i've been listening to that a lot recently and uh honestly I, you know i love jazz i love fusion music uh, i love latin stuff uh there's this cool group called uh, the world is a beautiful place and i, I know I, I was gonna i confused them with uh, an autumn for crippled children my mistake which is uh, another cool band and like a kind of similar vein, sort of like mm. post Rocky and stuff, but a little more atmosphere. I, I like them. I love it. Nice. Mm-hmm. Right on, man. Well, uh, so you guys obviously, yeah, have, have influences from all over the world. So that's cool, man. And, and uh, some get some world music thrown in there, some, some fusion, some goth, some cocktail twins, and then throw in some nevermore. And, and, and oh, there yeah. you go. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> uh, um, dude, never, uh, the Nevermore always comes back to it. Do you ever get to see them? I saw them a bunch of times. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. One of the very first shows I saw uh, once I started going to metal shows was uh, Nevermore and Opeth. Oh, cool. Uh, in like 2004, maybe? Yeah. It was like Opeth's first show, like US tour, I think. Uh, and it was at uh, Webster Hall in New York City. And it, on that band, Into Eternity. I don't know if you remember them. <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah. Yes, Eternity, I remember man. Into Eternity. They're great. Yeah, but, yeah dude. I saw, but I saw Nevermore a bunch of times. And uh, yeah, RIP. Yeah. Speaking of other sick bands that don't have death metal in their sound, Blind Guardian is a big one for us. There you go. Nice. Yeah, we do all love yeah. Blind Guardian. Yeah. We love Blind Guardian. How about that new Halloween? I think I, I haven't heard it. I love Keeper of the Seven Keys, but other than that, I don't know a lot of Halloween, to be honest. Okay. 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 Part one and two. Check it yeah. out. Check it out. Part Crucial. one and two. Yeah. Crucial. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you guys are a New Jersey band. I um I I was kind of raised in New Jersey before I moved over here. Um in Sandy really? Hook. In Sandy Hook, uh part of uh Fort uh sorry, no, um, What's the uh, school I went to was uh, Navisink Elementary. Navisink, yeah, totally. Yeah, Navisink Elementary, I went there over, um, and my my parents were in the Coast Guard, so I lived over there on the uh, the base, and then I moved over here in the middle of kindergarten. So I was, my earliest memories are, are of New Jersey. Um, what are your guys' big four of New Jersey music? It could be anything from, you know... <laughs> Misfits, My Chemical Romance to Fury of Five. I don't care. Let's wow. go through. Let's gr- go through here, James. Let's start with you. Big Four of New Jersey music. <laughs> right, and this is this is just my, my just you here, just you. All right, and, and get... I'm not. I'm, it's and this is just for for me. It's not like super poppy stuff. So Bon Jovi. I'm sorry, but no. yeah. Um. So for me, uh, this group called No Hollywood Ending, who I was a huge fan of when I was in high school. Okay. And they have like a really, really cool dramatic story too, because they were like they were blowing up the New Jersey music scene and they were doing like legit shows where people would come out and they'd have like two hundred people there to see them. 
Was and it like metalcore or something? Yeah, like sort of like metalcore, like but a little more emo-y. So it had okay. like that crossover yeah. appeal. Sure. Uh, but then uh, something happened with the singer's mom and the band stopped like while they were on tour and that like they could have been my chemical romance yeah you know? like they were they were great um divinity destroyed another phenomenal Woo! new jersey yeah oh yeah another phenomenal new jersey band yeah dude me and unsung me and heroes pete, yeah oh me and pete will randomly just sing divinity lyrics at each other just like walking through the hallways because you know they're, they're just they're phenomenal yeah <laughs> um, you know symphony x Obviously, yeah, you know, like they uh, phenomenal symphony sex. <laughs> that's my name for him. That's probably the right uh, way to pronounce it now that yeah. I'm saying it out loud, you know. Symphony and sex, dude. Maybe lose my train of thought. God, fun, fun fact yeah. I used to, I worked with Mike Pinella, the keyboardist from Symphony X at Guitar Center. Nice, music, yeah. And I worked with the bass player Mike Lapond, a good old school of rock. Bam. Oh yeah, it's all it all comes together. All right, that's three, dude. Damn it. <laughs> Just say Bon Jovi, James. Yeah, I already threw him under the bus, man. I can't uh, I can't this is two. Bon Jovi. Uh, he he lives in two realms. You know, you got you love him and hate him. It's just that's what it is. Bouncing yeah. souls. What do we got here? Who's number four? Oh, yeah. oh no, not, not bouncing souls for me. No. Maybe maybe someone else, but <laughs> oh, e-town concrete oh there thank you go oh, man. thank you thank you cool damn would you be that comfortable does. singing the lyrics to um an no. entire e-town set nope no sir no sir <laughs> nope. there's certain words that i don't think i could get away with yeah. nope. uh, listen things are going really good in my life right now the last thing i need is just a, an out of context uh little here's <laughs> nope yeah no. we don't we don't want to cancel replicant before uh, yeah. the album comes out <laughs> <laughs> all right pete what about you man big four of new jersey music okay well first off i want to say i didn't even know you were from new jersey yeah well i wonder why we're such kindred spirits let me see i don't know if i can even show it can you see back here oh look oh. at that oh. oh my god uh, look at this fit guy. In just fine yeah. oh my god look at this guy so i'm from madawan which is very close to sandy hook uh, so oh, I grew cool. up going to Sandy Hook all the nice. time, and uh, we even had a we had a boat in a marina in the Navasink. So okay, so yeah, it, make, it all makes sense now. This is why yeah. we're friends. Yeah, we're exactly. Friends. Good vibe. Um, so I'm gonna take the uh, the metal guy uh, road and just name a bunch of New Jersey metal bands, which I think are sick. Um, because I'm not really so into Bon Jovi and I don't really care for Bruce Springsteen and uh, I think it's a contrarian in me. I'm just like, yeah. Not a folly yeah. guy? No, yeah. no. Nah, nah. But so number one would be Dim Mock. Classic New Jersey death metal from okay. the 90s. Oh, yeah. I've heard of I, them. I've never heard them. I can't uh, be a poser yeah. and say I like them. I've no, never I heard them. That. I respect that. You would definitely love it. If you love like, yeah, like, like NJ Bloodline, you know, Fury 5, it's like kind of got like this like kind of like stuff. hardcore kind of hip hop like style with like these like crazy death metal riffs. Cool. And it's got, it's like have to do for like a lot of the band, of the Ribbon Corpse. Oh, band. nice. It's pretty much, it's the band that they did after Ribbon Corpse minus Rutan and like plus one or two other people. Um, Yeah. So Dimok, definitely, definitely up there for me. Uh, what's it called? Demodesy. Which oh, is like yeah. another, another sick New Jersey death metal band from the 90s that not a lot of people know about. 
they were called demonic slam. So it's the first time I've ever seen, I would ever seen the word slam used to describe a band. Yeah. Uh, and this is again, like 92, 93 ish. So uh, definitely up there on, on slams. Um, who else? Well, Divinity Destroyed, like James was saying, was a band that I, I, I saw a lot in high school. There was Divinity Destroyed and this other band called Beyond the Flesh. Hell yeah. Uh, which were like a sick, like kind of Swedish, kind of like melodic death metal band in like their early 2000s, kind of late 90s. They had a lot uh, of Carcass influence. They did. A lot of Carcass, a lot of kind of early Inflames, a lot of early Dark, tranqu- dark Tranquility. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so yeah, Divinity Destroyed and Beyond the Flesh. Uh, early New Jersey metal bands that I really got into. And then the last one would probably be Human Remains. Okay. Uh, Human Remains, Dave Woody and uh, the guys from Burned by the Sun. Oh, Burned by the Sun too. We'll say Burned by the Sun, Human Remains. uh, Because those are obviously a big influence on Replicant. Um, The Human Remains and the Burned by the Sun, uh, both equally, uh, you know, big time influences for us. And also, they also are from Red Bank, which is kind of the same area. So I kind of, you know, kind of home the hometown guys nice okay there you go mike what about you man yeah man uh i think a lot of the sick bands were were stated you know already um i was gonna say i want to throw in a really sick band that are kind of obscure they're not active anymore they're a part of the slam scene digested flesh okay yeah they have a bunch of they have this sick album. They have this sick song called Bucket of Afterbirth. It's very sick. <laughs> awesome band. Uh, disgusting drumming and just the gurgly vocals. And they just, that, I forget the name of the album. Um, I don't know. <sighs> it escapes me right now. But they released like this one full length. And I thought it was just like after devourment perfected it they kind of just like put out this this slam album that every song is like just and just great disgusting gross underproduced slam the way it should be i like the way that you you uh when you go into slam mode you have to say the f word a lot and you also say like things like disgusting uh heinous <laughs> gurgly like it's like perfect dude you have the perfect uh representation of what the, i can imagine that music is like i, I just want to give them a shout out Bravo. i just want to give him a shout out just because like uh, starting out just like knowing that bounce from new jersey was just a sick thing and digested flesh digested flesh all right um he already said the modesty so i gotta mm-hmm. say another band i'm gonna say i don't know if pete said he, he already said it but i'm gonna just officially put him in there ripping corpse yeah um on the list uh not to, not to be redundant either there's a uh, e-town concrete they're yeah. from my hometown i'm from elizabeth okay born and raised and e-town was like the band that everybody knew yeah. growing up whether you were into punk hardcore metal whatever you already knew there's a band called e-town concrete and they already did it they claimed elizabeth new jersey and they brought the name elizabeth new jersey this this small city in the united states to japan to wherever they went and toured and they did a lot of you know awesome stuff coming from where we come from and, I, got, uh, I got a question. Not to not to butt in here with you, with you too man. much here. So 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 keep your thought. But is 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 everyone else here on the same page that when you you know you're a kid, you could be the nerdiest skinny kid, but when you put E Town on in the car, you feel really hard. You're just like, <laughs> yeah, man, mother. Listen to E Town. 
just giving yeah. everyone like mean mugs like yeah like, pull up, yeah pull up the stop sign to, like y'all and i can beat everybody up around here I'll, and i don't get and then you roll the windows up like office space and then you're like yeah you like hit the lock like real slick (laughs) exactly yeah i I still i still like take opportunity to like roll down the window and blast time to shine you know down the street yeah you know just rolling up at red lights definitely like heavy ass breakdowns but then you make sure not to say certain words right no i won't won't say that i don't remember i don't remember a lot of lyrics anyway so it's cool (laughs) (laughs) and uh yeah another another sick band that never got a lot of credit that i'm gonna have to mention from new jersey was uh 40 below summer okay i remember seeing their cd were they a were they a new metal band they were a new metal band Mm -hmm. but they had that authentic sound of like a real band they weren't like this scene trend thing they were just they're kind of like they're just groovy sick drumming like cool songwriting and that's one of the first bands i heard from new jersey too i heard them on the local college station when my mom was giving me rides to school and stuff so yeah and i also love symphony x and symphony sex yeah. <laughs> awesome. Baby. Uh well, well again, I'm talking with Replicant. Their new album's coming out soon, but you but you mentioned 40 Below Summer and, and I've been listening to a podcast that's like a comprehensive new metal review podcast. So I've been really getting down this lane of new metal stuff. So I have to ask if you guys were to cover one new metal hit from that era, what would it be, guys? And you have to come to a consensus right here, right now. Ooh, it'd definitely be a corn song. Okay. Oh, yeah. I'd say I'd say definitely corn. Uh, that song that you were talking about yesterday, the "Good God" on "Life Is Peachy." Oh, okay. Yeah. Probably I mean, that one. That's that would be yeah, <laughs> probably that's it. Winner. Yeah. <laughs> James, that, can you bleach your hair like David? I can bleach. I can do whatever I want. This mane, yeah. luscious hair. I can do anything. There you go. Uh, Where a little bit of hair wax, a little bit of hair wax. Get some Adidas. Yeah. Yeah, Mike can do the like the fieldy, like the the pigtails, you know. <laughs> Play the bass, like. Yeah, dude. I'll do it. Boom, boom. Yeah, dude. Uh, don't have a, you don't have a scat master though. The strings will basically be falling off the bass, like. It's very strange, <laughs> but. Uh, yeah, good times, man. I would like to hear what Replicant can add to that. Maybe, maybe on your next album or something. We should do a corn cover. That would be pretty yeah. appropriate. I would not be opposed to that. Yeah. And that first corn album has a lot of sick and riffs too. So like yeah. You could do like something like clown or something, maybe. Yeah, clown's a good one. <laughs> yeah. It it was before my time, but it was before my time, but I remember uh, some friends telling me that they saw a show in like ninety five. It was Orange Nine Millimeter, Sick of It All, Trial and Corn Opened. Amazing. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> what a time to be alive. Exactly. <laughs> I guess I guess Orange Nine Millimeter brought them on tour and because they were like the new like band on the label. And yeah. they were like, I don't know what these guys are like, but okay. And then like six months later, they're like the biggest band. So right. Yeah. Crazy. So weird. <laughs> Wild well, times. Exactly. <laughs> uh so again, the album is coming out here September 10th. It's called Malignant Reality. The band is replicant. You can order it from replicantband.bandcamp.com. Oh, sorry. I'll do that again. Replicantband.bandcamp.com. You can also buy all of your merch needs, everything with a logo on it, with a replicant, whether it be, be shorts, pants, sweatpants, 
CDs, anything you need, Replicant. Before we get going, anything you want to say to uh, Seattle and the and the uh, metal scene that's uh, watching this interview right now? Uh, yeah, just thanks for all the support. Like, you know, stoked to be able to talk again. Uh, we really hope to be able to actually come out and hang out in Seattle, play some play some shows, chill, drink some coffee, uh, have a nice time. So, yeah, just, uh, yeah, thanks again. I hope everyone digs it. And we will. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Calling all pop culture enthusiasts. Are you obsessed with all things celebrity? Do you live for the drama, the laughs, and the unexpected moments that unfold on social media? then you're going to want to tune in to the Comments by Celebs podcast. Join us three times a week as we deep dive into every aspect of pop culture. Whether it's dissecting the latest trends or just chatting about your favorite celebs, Comments by Celebs has you covered. We have new episodes out every week. Follow and listen to Comments by Celebs on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. 